Welcome to EFAB, Who You Talking To? This is a podcast about a blog about life, parenting, and living with a chronic illness. I'm your host, EFabulousHB. For more information about me, visit my blog, EFabulousHB.com. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. I'm continuing a series about being Black American in America during this time. Um, And at least I'm consistent because that's pretty much all I talk about. And it's important. So here we go. Every time a Black American is murdered by the police, I have to explain that murder to my child. Every time there is a glaring inequality that affects Black Americans, I have to explain inequality and systemic racism to my child. Every time I have to explain these things, I cry in front of my child. That's what being Black American in your own country that hates you does to you. It weathers you. It weathers your humanity. It takes away a child's innocence. It dehumanizes your death to the point where more people are concerned about the life of a dog than the life of a Black American. The racial, social, and emotional trauma we endure chips away at us. The apartheid that we live in grotesquely stunts what's truly possible for our children and this country. By dehumanizing and marginalizing our children, America is stunting the growth of our great nation. We, Black Americans, have to live with the trauma of white America and other people of color's hate all the time. It's not just white America. It is Indian Americans. It is Hispanic Americans. It is Asian Americans. We black Americans have to live with the trauma of white America's and other people of color's hate all the time. We have to live with the double standard of watching Klan people and neo-Nazis marching with guns on various capital steps while those protesting in Ferguson and Minneapolis were unarmed and met with tear gas. We have to live in fear of a traffic stop, a wrong turn signal that could end in being killed like Sandra Bland. We have to live with racist coworkers harassing us for years in the office and our supervisors and nobody in management helping us. Racist coworkers who try to end your livelihood because they don't think you should make more money than they do. Or they're jealous because you have a bachelor's degree or a master's degree and they don't. They're fully invested in the fact that their whiteness should trump your black achievement. You could get in an argument with someone and they attempt to lie and weaponize the cops against you. Like Central Park Karen, a.k.a. Amy Cooper. Your kid, my kid, any black kid could go for a job interview one day and be turned away, not because they are unqualified, but simply because they are black. Black Americans are tired. Black Americans are tired. Black Americans are tired. You know what we're tired from? Domestic terror 
during the failed Reconstruction era, the Tulsa bombings, the Greenwood Massacre, the Great Migration where hundreds of thousands of families were forced out of the South, Jim Crow laws, the murder of four little black girls at a Birmingham church, being excluded out of the New Deal, being excluded out of creating wealth, redlining, the Chicago riot during a red summer, countless lynchings, lynching postcards where they showed a pregnant mother being disemboweled, housing discrimination, the Tuskegee experiment, the Mississippi appendectomy where they sterilized countless black women without their permissions while they went into the hospital just for minor surgery. This includes the famous voting right activist Fannie Lou Hamer. Separate and grossly unequal education that still exists to this very day. The killing of nine churchgoers by a white neo-Nazi that they took to Burger King afterwards. Environmental racism of oil companies dumping their waste into black neighborhoods. Or seeing Fifth Ward in Houston now being known as a cancer alley. The devaluation of thousands of black homes due to systemic racism in banking and lending. Employment discrimination as high and as pervasive as it was in the 1960s and the 1980s. Disproportionate unemployment rates for over a century. The countless murders committed by excessive police force. The murder of Sandra Bland. The murder of Ahmaud Aubrey. Medical apartheid that black people are experiencing during this COVID-19 pandemic. 400 years. 400 years of terror that still rages still rages on. 400 years of racial terror that still rages on. Yet we are still here. And I want to ask God why. Certainly the racial terror we endure is the 10th level of Dante's hell. And we are tired. My soul is tired. And black Americans, we are tired. I've tried to, I've tried to balance things. Um, and it's really hard. Because as a parent, you are supposed to Give your child hope. You are supposed to create this bubble of love and support for your child. And being black American in America chips away at that. Every time you build the bubble, something happens and you have to burst the bubble. We literally have to traumatize our children to keep them safe. Think about that for a minute. Black Americans have to traumatize their children by reminding them of the inequality and murders that happen to us senselessly, violently, relentless in order to make sure they know how to operate in this society. Because to not prepare a biracial black child, a black child, a black adjacent child, to not prepare a child 
for racism is racial abuse in itself. (laughs) So the other PSA that I have is I want to say to my non-black Americans, posting pictures of black Americans hugging cops ain't it. It ain't never it. Read the room. Or better yet, actually talk to a black American. It is not our job to educate anybody on black American history. Which, of course, is American history. But reach out to your black friends. See if they can make themselves available to have an honest and meaningful conversation about why our country is at this point. It's hard for me to find the words because I'm grieving a lot in this moment. I'm grieving a lot. (sighs) My happiness is fleeting. It's in and out. However, be brave. Don't turn away from having a crucial conversation on race, solidarity, and the betterment of America. Let me reiterate that posting photos of black folks hugging cops when there's a long ass list of us being murdered by cop only shows you don't know enough about the black American community or our history. Also, if someone was being domestically abused and beat and hurt and their dole, their abusive spouse murdered their children. Would you tell them to go back to them, to reconcile, to hug them? Would you do that? Because when you post these pictures of black Americans hugging cops, you're telling those who have been abused, those who have been mistreated, those who have been discriminated against to hug their abuser. And that's some sick ass shit. Those images of black people hugging cops are condescending. They're not a message of hope. Read the room. Read the moment. If you want to share a message of hope, share your thoughts on how we can move forward as a nation. Or share your thoughts on how we do the right thing to undo centuries of wrongdoing to black Americans. Critical thinking and strategic allyship is hopeful. Symbolism over substance is not. I promise you. And so that's it. That's it before I get all worked up. Uh, I'm proud to be a black American. I'm proud of my history. I love my people. And we just want equality. At least we're asking for equality. And we are not exacting revenge. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for supporting this podcast and listening to this episode. If there are topics that you want me to cover, feel free to email me at efab at efabulousHB.com. Take care and stay fabulous.